All right, welcome back today, ladies and gents. We're gonna talk about a really, really weird or bizarre video that was just put out two days ago by, let me just get this right, the New York City Emergency Management Committee. Uh, so they've introduced a nuclear preparedness public service announcement video. And this video, I'm gonna go through it and we're gonna break it down, how absolutely bizarre and poorly made this video really is. And before anyone says or thinks this is a joke video, no, look, this is the, the source of it. It's legitimately from the NYC Emergency Management. Here is their YouTube channel, and here is the video that we're gonna go through right now. So there's been a nuclear attack. Don't ask me how or why, just know that the big one has hit, okay? So what do we do? Okay, I mean, where do we even start with this? <laughs> right, A, the CGI graphics are absolutely terrible. The lady does not look as though she is anything to do with emergency responses. Uh, B, C, she said, okay, so, I mean, I, I wouldn't even start an emergency message like that. There's been a nuclear attack, no, no big deal. Um, don't ask me how or why, why? Why don't you know why there's been a, I mean, it is so bizarre. But let me answer the question. If you lived in New York City and there was a nuclear attack, what would you do? Well, you would most likely be dead. But it looks like she's gonna give some good advice now, some amazing advice. This is 2022 after all. I'm sure she's gonna tell us now exactly what we should do specifically. There are three important steps that I want you to remember. Step one, Get inside fast. And no, staying in the car is not an option. Okay, I mean, I, you see how crazy this video is. So there's been a nuclear blast. Number one, you'd be dead anyway. Let's just get that out of the way. But what do you do? Get inside. Or, and then she said, don't get into your car. Who, honestly, who would get into a car if there was either a nuclear blast about to happen or a nuclear blast has already gone off. All the window, the whole car would have been flown out anyway, if not just absolutely the glass destroyed and everything else. I don't really understand who this video is aimed at. If you wanna know what would happen to a house, I've actually got some genuine footage to show you here. So have a look at it. Step two, stay inside. Shut all doors and windows. Yeah, great idea. Get inside, close your windows. Here we go, here's an example of that. Hi honey, I'm, I'm home for my cup of tea. Oh! If you don't have one, get as far into the middle of the building as possible. Yeah, get into the middle of a building. Definitely great advice there because when the building explodes and everything just you know, collapses around you and all the debris, you're gonna get crushed in the middle, great. So let me just show you a really, really great video that I found, which actually illustrates what would actually happen. But the very structures that offered this protection would then become a cause of injury as debris would rip through buildings and rain down on city streets. If you were outside after the blast, get clean immediately. Sorry, did she just say, if you were outside 
get clean. I mean, this is this is crazy. I don't really understand what is going on with this video, honestly. I mean, anyway, let's carry on. Remove and bag all outer clothing to keep radioactive dust or ash away from your body. Okay, so this is actually the first bit of good advice I've seen from this video. I did, I mean, it was fascinating to do some research today on all of this, you know, what happens with a nuclear blast and, and all the reasons. The, the 1950s videos that were produced by the US government are fantastic. Some of them 15, 20 minutes long. They go into great detail on all of this stuff. So where she's not really explaining any of it, which I don't know why she wouldn't, these videos actually explained it into detail and they showed why you do all these steps and why you take your clothes off and, and all of that sort of stuff. You can't hear, smell, taste or see the radiation, but you yourself can detect the fallout particles that produce it. The easiest time to do this without special instruments is when the fallout is settling through the air. This starts any time from about one half hour to several hours after the explosion. And you know the other thing is that it really shows the state of the world today when a video from over 70 years ago is of better quality than what the entire city of New York uh, in terms of their, their, you know, their budget and their facilities and the technology we have today. When they can make a better video 70 years ago than the city can today, it's, it's baffling. Step three, stay tuned. Follow media for more information. Don't forget to sign up for Notify NYC for official alerts and updates. Oh yeah, listen to the media. They have got your best interests at heart. I mean, they've done great so far, haven't they? To be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if they announced the day before, oh, tomorrow is National Picnic Day. Everyone get to Central Park or, or something like that. And besides, I don't think they've thought this through logically. If you had a blast like that, how could you stay tuned to the media? There would be no electricity or any, I mean, there'd be no form of communication. And I doubt many people have got a wind-up radio, maybe 0.1% of all New Yorkers, perhaps. And don't go outside until officials say it's safe. All right, you've got this. Wow, you've got this. No... No, you probably haven't, uh, New York. I I'm pretty sure 99.9% .9 of people in the affected areas here would not actually survive, in all honesty. Let's just, let's just put that out there. And even that last point about staying inside until it's safe to do so. Even these 1950s videos went into great detail. Stay inside for about four days. Why? Because of all the, the fallout, the, you know, the particles and things. Eventually, they'll get blown away by the wind and everything else. I mean, how difficult is it to say that to people? Because you know yourself, if you don't explain the reason why to people in this day and age, they just won't do it. The other thing I was surprised by was that she didn't mention food. You know, make sure you've got some supplies of food. Make sure you've got supplies of water because no electricity, no water. You're not going to have lights. You're not going to... I mean, it was just really baffling to me, this whole video, to be honest. So let me show you then, uh, again, this brilliant video that's been made, which would actually in detail show you what would happen if there was a nuclear blast in a large city. Imagine for a moment the unimaginable happened. 
a major city is hit by a nuclear weapon. As a rough estimate, we can assume that half the people between 2 and 11 kilometers from the blast are killed. From burns, debris, smoke, collapsed buildings, and radiation sickness. Now, if you actually think about the population of New York, it was about 8.8 .8 million um, towards the end of 2019, early 2020. Then we had a mass exodus of people actually leaving the city. And now it's somewhere just over 8 million people that live in New York. Well, just going off this guy's numbers here, if you had perhaps 50% of the city wiped out by a blast like this, and remember, you're not going to get the sort of warnings that they used to get in you know, the 1940s. You're not going to get those same warnings anymore. Why? Because they now, all of these sort of missiles are hypersonic missiles. They're not, I can't remember what they, they used to be called, but now they're hypersonic. So before they used to go up like this, and, but now they can just you know, go at really, really fast speeds at very low altitudes i.e. getting to the target a lot quicker. So in all honesty, I think the majority of people, if there was a nuclear attack on a major city, the majority of people wouldn't, wouldn't survive. Upon detonation, a fireball as hot as the sun would expand to a radius of 800 meters. Those near the blast would be vaporized. I mean, everything I'm hearing so far from all of these videos and, and the research I'm doing is, if you want to survive, don't live in the center of a big city. Don't live within the first 11, 12 kilometers of the center of that big city. And best case scenario, get away from these densely populated areas, these big cities. It is just, you are asking for trouble. If we haven't got this threat of nuclear war or whatever else, again, I don't know how likely that is. I know some people think it's almost certain now we're going to have it. I really don't know. I'm, I'm pretty much on the fence with that. But I don't think it's a certainty. I mean, you know, remember in the Cold War, everyone said it's a certainty, nuclear war and everything, and it didn't happen. What's a lot more likely to happen, um, as we've heard from a lot of people and analysts at the moment, is more like tactical nuclear weapons as we go forward with, with the conflict with Russia and Ukraine and especially if other countries start to get pulled in, which is looking like it might happen. That is the most likely sort of scenario here, is these tactical nukes being used on the battlefield, not really sending these uh, hypersonic missile nukes. And remember, the ones that have been developed today are a thousand times more powerful than the bombs that were dropped on uh, Hiroshima, Fukushima, a thousand times more powerful. So if you think of the damage that was done to those Japanese cities, I mean, times that by a thousand and you get a good idea of what would happen today. From as far away as 11 kilometers, the radiant heat from the blast would be strong enough to cause third degree burns on exposed skin. The heat becomes so intense that clothing, even skin, would ignite into flames. Well, there's a nice scene for you if you're just uh, going to bed or you, you know, you're just eating your breakfast or something. In all honesty, the chance of survival is very, very slim. I mean, do you remember back in the day they used to tell the kids to hide under their, their, their desk at school or whatever it was? You know, if there's a nuclear blast and it's coming at you, hide under your desk. It doesn't look as though much has changed over the last decades. But if you genuinely want to sort of study this, I, I did it today because I wanted to understand it for this video. But if you genuinely want to study this and see how to survive you know, nuclear blast and nuclear fallout, well, actually, let's just be clear. You're not going to survive a nuclear blast. 
uh, it's pretty much almost impossible to survive it. I think the, the ratio is something like 98% death rate from if you're inside that, that, that kill area, because everything just gets vaporized. But if you do want to sort of study this stuff, you're interested in it, there are some fantastic videos, again, from the 1950s, about 15, 20 minutes long, and they go into a lot, lot more detail. In fact, let me show you a couple of clips here. The basement of any house or building will become a good improvised shelter if you block the windows with sandbags. First, sleeping equipment to fit your shelter area, folding cots or sleeping bag and blanket. Then, food and water. There should be at least a two-week supply. Now, to be honest with you, I really think that that video will do more harm than good. And I think it was probably put out by someone in the, I don't know, health and safety department or whatever to tick a box, you know, to say, this is a, a risk that we've identified with the, the conflict with Russia and America and everything going on. And we should advise the people, you know, someone put a video together to sort of give advice. You see, what I would have done if I had a task like that, I would have looked at these videos from the 1950s and said, this is great, this is amazing, reproduce this and make it modern and make it interesting, put a storyline behind it so that people today will actually watch it, they'll understand, they can start preparing for it, but no, none of that actually happened. Now, you've got to start looking at that. Why would they not prepare people properly? Because all they'll do with this video is create this mass hysteria now. People are just going to be even more fearful than before. And we know that the people in New York were extra, extra fearful because of what happened uh, in 2020. You saw those scenes in 2020. New York was the sort of epicenter for everything going on there. And the media really did take massive uh, liberties. I won't go into all the, the detail on that, but we know a lot of the stuff that some of these very unscrupulous media companies were doing were not true. They were deliberately making people even more fearful by faking a lot of scenes. And despite all the prosecutions that were supposed to happen against those media companies, all of them were dropped. What a surprise. But I genuinely do think it's important that you do know that there's always risk with nuclear war. There is. If you just look at the sort of numbers here, in fact, I've got them in front of me. Russia has almost 6,000 nuclear weapons. Now, only just under 1,600 of them are actually deployed and active right now, but they still have almost 6,000 nuclear weapons. Uh, the USA, just under 5,500, so a little bit less. China, 350. France, 290. The UK, 225. Pakistan, 165, which is an interesting one. Uh, India, 160. In fact, I should probably say why, because you've got this sort of breakdown and you're going to see further breakdown as well in Pakistan. So the fact they have 165 nuclear weapons, yeah. Uh, India, 160. Israel, 90. And North Korea has about 20 nuclear weapons now. So sure, there is an increased threat. Um, there is, you know, more of a threat today than there has been probably at any time during history. Although I guess we could say the Cold War period could also take the mantle there. But I do think that this sort of period that we're in right now, it, it is dangerous. We, we are entering dangerous days, as I talked about in yesterday's uh, video. But I think I'll wrap it up there. I really just wanted to share this video with you today and just to show you how ridiculous and how crazy a lot of this stuff is right now and how even the government just putting out this sort of material. It's just such poor quality. It's terrible. 
doing more harm than good and just isn't helping anyone at all. So thanks so much for watching today. I'll see you tomorrow. Take care. God bless.